Hello everyone and welcome to the show. You're listening to Football Drama. Okay, so hello again. My name is Shadina and you're listening to Football Drama. First and foremost, I want to say Happy New Year, everyone. We finally reached 2021. I hope this year has been kind to you so far and um, may this year bring you many, many good things and everything that you desire. So yeah, hopefully this will be a good year because we've been through enough. Um, I'm sorry for not uploading last week. I did record an episode but I didn't like how it was sounding, so I didn't upload it. Um, again, sorry for that. It's just me. And also, sorry for uploading late. I'm going to see if I can upload this tonight. Even if it's like a late upload, um, I'll see if I can upload this Tuesday night, which is today, but at nighttime. Um, I did record yesterday, but my voice was just not it. So I just didn't, I didn't um, want to upload that because I didn't sound good and also it's a new year I'm not trying to you know upload a boo-boo episode at the beginning of the year so yeah we'll see if I can upload this tonight or if I upload it tomorrow but hopefully this will be my last time doing this um and I can get back on track um uploading on Tuesdays like recording on Mondays and uploading on Tuesdays so yeah I gotta get myself together so don't mind me Okay, but anyways, um, hope you're doing well. We have a good bit to talk about today, so let's just get right on into it. So, football appreciation is, it's not really an appreciation, it's kind of sad. So, um, I wanted to say rest in peace to Ryan Blair. He recently, trigger warning, took his own life. He was a downfield FC player. He was only 25 years old. I personally didn't know him, like, as a player, um, I found out about this because Jude Bellingham tweeted about it and the news appeared to have shocked a lot of people. Many said he was a really talented player and had many good things to say about Ryan. And so this is honestly just heartbreaking and very tragic. So my condolences to his family and friends, especially his daughter, who's only six years old. So hopefully um, they're all doing well because I just know this isn't the news they wanted to hear right at the beginning of the new year. So with that being said, I kind of want to like, I kind of want to talk about um, mental health and like athletes, not like a lot, but I want footballers, just any athletes in general, to be honest, to check in with their mental health, like genuinely, um, you never know what they're going through because they may seem like fine on the pitch or during a game or whatever and they might like tell you they're fine but in reality they're not and then we hear something like this and it's just it's upsetting to hear about a story like this because I've talked about this before I've dealt with things like this in the past and um the people who you know take their own lives they don't realize in the end um how much people really do love and care about them you know so um it just it's really upsetting and it sucks to hear about something like this and um yeah it just sucks so again rest in peace to ryan blair and again my condolences to his family 
friends and teammates. Okay, sorry for starting off on a sad note, but um, I wanted to get that in. So let's talk about some transfer news and rumors. I haven't talked about this in a while, but since the January um, transfer window opened up, why not? I'm just going to go over some things that popped out to me. Not really much because I honestly, maybe I'm just not seeing anything, but I haven't really seen that many stuff regarding um um transfer like rumors. Maybe like some, but we've been hearing about it for a very long time, so it doesn't really count. But um, yeah, so I'm going to say his name wrong. Seed, Shad, Siad. Kolasinac, I don't want to say his first name, but Kolasinac, you should kind of get it. He's from Arsenal. He's already out on loan to Schalke, I believe, who is having a crisis of their own. Maybe he can help them out a bit. Um, speaking of Arsenal, looks like they have their eyes on Julian Brandt. De Borussia Dortmund midfielder hasn't been doing too hot this past season. According to the Daily Bees article, despite playing 600 minutes in the Bundesliga, Brandt's only given us one assist so maybe he just needs a breath of fresh air or something I don't I don't know um I won't be too upset if he does leave um Brant's not really on my good side he's not really on my bad side he's just there um if he does something good I'll clap for him if not then it's whatever but I'm not really going to be upset if he leaves so we'll see what happens with him um, Chelsea is apparently joining Man United's Sancho scavenger hunt. We'll see how that works out for either of them because it doesn't look like Dortmund's budging. I don't even know like when Sancho's contract ends with um, Dortmund. Hopefully it's not soon because he's starting to play well. So I don't know. But um, Chelsea also wants... Who is it? Declan Rice. They've been talking about this for a while. It's either they do it or they don't. Like, just do it. If you want the man, get him. I don't understand why they keep having to do this. Or maybe it's just, I don't know. But Declan Rice has been in talks. So if they want him, then they need to bring him back. If not, then they need to leave that man alone. Because he's probably having, like, high hopes thinking he's going to go back to Chelsea. So we'll see. Um, Diego Costa looks like he's making his way back to the Prem, but we'll have to see. He asked Atletico to terminate his contract, and they sure did. They sure did. So I think he's like a free agent or something. But um, apparently he wants to come back to the Prem, which, I mean, sure, as long as he doesn't come back to Chelsea. I'm not really a fan of Diego Costa in, like, the way he plays so I'd rather him not come to Chelsea I'm suffering enough with the team I don't need any more suffering especially in 2021 it's time for me to get some peace in my life I don't have time for this so it looks like the Wolves and um it looks like the Wolves and Arsenal are linked up to him we'll see he might go to Arsenal but they're doing pretty well surprisingly they won their last four games so I don't really think they'll want him because isn't he a striker I believe he's a striker and Lacazette's doing fine which I feel I don't know if he's like starting again because last time I saw he's always on the bench and then he comes on as a sub and he ends up scoring um Aubameyang apparently he's not doing too hot and 
I don't think Saka is like a striker, but he scores goals, so that gets the job done. So we'll just have to see where the man goes. Um, and yeah, that's about it for like European wise. I don't think there's anything else. Maybe I'll take a look at it. Let's see. On Googs. I don't really want like opinions. I just want like actual rumors. No. No. Um Okay, well, I'm not really saying anything. Um This is from 2 weeks ago. I don't really want to read it, but I guess we can. So Christian Christian Eriksen he's currently at Inter Milan. I thought he was doing well at Inter Milan. Wait, pause. Arsenal haven't offered the chance to sign Eriksen in a deal worth less than 300 300 less than 20 million euros Inter Milan paid Tottenham only 11 months ago. The midfielder has quickly fallen out of favor under manager Antonio Conte. Hmm. Okay, so he's linked to Manchester United, Arsenal, Paris Saint-Germain, and Dortmund. Hey, if he wants to come to Dortmund, sure. I'll take anyone at this point. Um, Manchester United, I don't know. They're doing well, so I don't think they're going to want him messing up the vibes, you know? Arsenal, why would he do that? And then PSG, mm, I don't know. That's up to that's up to them. All right, next on the list is Ozan Kabak. Sorry, don't know who you are. I'm just going to keep going. Don't know who you are. I'm going to keep going. Don't know you. I don't. Come on. Isco, I thought he'd been left Real Madrid a long time ago, but that's not the case. Um, He's linked to a lot of clubs, Arsenal, Man United, Man City, Everton, Tottenham, Inter Milan, and PSG. He should definitely come to the Prem or go to the Prem. Don't know which team would fit him, though, but we'll just have to see. Um, But I don't think he's been doing too hot for Real Madrid recently. So he should definitely try to go to the Prem or something because, you know, what's the point in getting paid if you're not going to play? I mean, at least you're making money, but still, like, you're a footballer, not a venture um Mesut Ozil still in the headlines we'll see what he what what's going on with him because I've we've talked about this enough we all know the deal with this man um Inter Miami and DC United and the LA Galaxy want him we'll just have to see if he does come to America I think I think Miami might be his best bet Inter Miami seems like a celebrity type club um, David Beckham is like the owner and then they already have Blaze Matweedy, Luis Suarez was linked with them. So I think if he wants to go to a team in the MLS, he should go to Inter Miami. But we'll just have to see. Um I think that's it. I don't know. Usman Dembele. I don't think he should leave Barca. Oh, these are loan moves. Oh, loan moves. Well, I still don't think he should leave Barca. 
Hmm. He's just now getting like his footing back because he had that injury. He came back. I mean, he's not doing too bad from what I've heard. Well, we'll just have to see. Um, Dele Alley from Tottenham. I have not seen this man in a hot minute. I think Jose Mourinho is not a fan of him. Um, I don't think they have beef or anything. I just think that he's just not the player that um he wants, you know. So we'll just have to see because I used to see Dele like always starting, um, you know, doing weird little celebrations with Sonny, and I don't see that no more. I don't see that anymore. So we'll just have to see. He's linked to a lot of big clubs, which is ironic considering he's not playing. Um, PSG, Real Madrid, Barcelona, Everton, Rangers. That's interesting. Um, we'll just have to see. But I definitely think he should go out on loan because he's not playing. From what I'm seeing with my two eyes, he's not he's not playing. Um, Kepa. Um, you know, it, he can stay. He's definitely not getting this like starting spot back, especially with Mindy. I feel like Keppa will play whenever, like, whenever there's like those club, not those club, but like the Carabao Cup, like those little cup games. I feel like that's when he'll start. But like, as of now, in like actual, um, you know, Prem games and Champions League games, I think he's going to be sitting on the bench unless something happens to Mindy. So, may, I mean, if he wants to leave, then sure, I can understand why. But if he leaves, goes to another club just to be a bench warmer there, then what's the point? Um, so we'll just have to see. It does suck how, like, he automatically just got his spot snatched from him immediately. But, you know, it happens. I'm not really worried about these other things. I've heard a lot about David Alaba from Bayern Munich. Um, he's failed to agree a new contract at Bayern. That's interesting. He's linked to Man City, Man United, Chelsea, Real Madrid, Barcelona, PSG, and Juventus. It'd be interesting seeing him in the Prem. Um, if he wants to come to Chelsea, sure. Come on. But other than that, I think that's it. There's a lot, a lot of names here. A lot, a lot not interested. So we'll just have to see. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about some American players now. Just a couple, not too many. So Brian Reynolds has been in the news, at least U.S. soccer wise lately. He's a 19 year old defender. He currently plays at FC Dallas. And a lot of European teams have been eyeing the kid, but Juventus seems to be the team that actually might get him. Now, there's like no, oh my, no! Oh my God! Oh my God, hold on, I need a moment. Oh my God, my nail. Okay. Okay. I'm fine. I'm fine. I am okay. I'm okay. Okay. Sorry about that. Um, Like the size of my... Okay, so I have my thumbs, right? And my thumbnails, the edges of them like crack. Not crack, but like there's like a cut. I can't even explain it. But like, oh, so annoying. I just almost ripped it. Okay. Anyways... 
Brian Reynolds is a 19-year-old defender. He currently plays at FC Dallas. A lot of European teams have been eyeing him. But Juventus seems to be the team that might actually get him. All right? Okay. Um, there's no official news on whether this has, like, actually been done or if it's official. But, you know, it's still the beginning of the month. Um, the January transfer window literally ends at, like, 11.59 p.m. on January 31st. So, there's plenty of time, but I do genuinely I do genuinely think this might happen. And hopefully it does because it'd be very nice to see um, another American up there at Juventus. Now, not saying that he'll automatically, you know, be starting next to Ronaldo and Morata. Absolutely not. But I'm pretty sure Juventus has a B team. So I think he'll most likely start up from there and then make his way up. That's what I would personally do. Um, I would, you know, start playing with the B team, familiarize myself with the tactics and everything, and then make my way up to the starting lineup. Well, not the starting lineup. Make my way up to the first team. Maybe I'll get a start if the manager is, like, nice. Um, or, obviously, you know, be on the bench and be a sub. You know, little moves. Little baby steps. Just baby steps. So that's that with him. And then Mark McKenzie is apparently heading to Belgium. The Philadelphia Union defender, I believe, um, is going to KRC Gank or Jank. I I can't. I can't. Um, the two teams have agreed to a deal, and the fee is $6 million for him. And that's really about it. I think I saw Mark McKenzie play... In uh, international, like during international duty, I don't really think I was paying attention to him individually, though, because, yeah, but I've heard good things about him. I think he won, like, a bunch of MLS Young Player Awards, so, you know, good luck to him. Um, Brendan Aronson, who also played with the Union, is in Austria as he joined RB Salzburg. The 20-year-old has been in the news, and I'm pretty sure he's already signed with them, like, they made the transfer or the transfer was finalized in October of last year. So I don't really understand why it took so long for him to actually get over there. Maybe not nothing about it, COVID, but no, other players, I don't, I don't get it. Cause I don't think it had to do with citizenship thing. Cause he's 20. He wasn't 19 or 18. Like, you know how, like, when a player becomes or turns 18 years old, that's when you know they can finally move to Europe or whatever. I don't think that was the case, but, you know, it doesn't really matter in the end because he's over there now, and that's all that matters. He's there with Jesse Marsh, so we'll see how those two link up. So, good luck to both of them. Um, Hopefully, we can get some news on Brian Reynolds because it'd be really nice to see um another young one go to... Um, a big European club. So, all right, let's move on to some Bundesliga now. I usually start with the Prem, but we're going to switch it up today. So, I think I might talk, I'll talk a little bit about La 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 La, La Liga. Only results, I haven't watched any games, obviously. I think I'll put that on my um list to do, you know, this year, watch get back into La Liga because I haven't watched a La Liga game in a while I usually watch highlights but highlights can only get you so much so yeah let me talk about Bundesliga and then we'll go from there um what am I doing 
Oh, okay. So for the Bundesliga, it was match day 14 of 34 for them coming back from winter break. Um, Armenia and Mönchengladbach ended 1-0 to Mönchengladbach. FC Köln, Cologne, I can never, okay. And Augsburg ended 1-0 to Augsburg. Hoffenheim, Freiburg, 3-1 to Freiburg. Bremen, Union Berlin, 2-0 to Union Berlin. Eintracht Frankfurt, 2-1, oh, hold on. Eintracht Frankfurt, Leverkusen, 2-1 to Frankfurt. Hertha Berlin, Schalke, 3-0 to Hertha Berlin. Stuttgart, RB Leipzig, 1-0 to Leipzig. Dortmund, Wolfsburg, 2-0 to Dortmund. And then Bayern Mainz, 5-2 to Bayern. Let me look at this Hertha game. Makes sense. Okay, so Matteo Guendouzi, um, David Luiz's lookalike from Arsenal, he's currently at Hertha Berlin on loan, right? Tell me why I saw a tweet about this man talking about some... um. I gotta find it. 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 Um, Mateo Gwendozy. This cracked me up. So he posted a picture because he scored a goal. Um, he scored the last goal or the first goal. He scored the first goal for um Hertha in that game. This man posted a picture of him with like the he did the celebration of the. With the baby, the baby sucking thumb, and then the the ball in the stomach or under the shirt, you know, I'm so bad at explaining. Okay, he said, striker and future father, happy scorer for my wife and my future daughter. Best way to start 2021. Let's go hurt the honey. He's only 21. He's literally, what? Like, you know, it's fine. He's got the money. He's got the funds for it. But wife and future daughter? I don't know. Couldn't be me. But you know what? It's okay. Good for him. Good for him and his old his old boot thing. She's really pretty. I'll give her that. Um, moving on. What was I talking about? Oh, let's talk about the standings and then let's talk about BVB for a bit. Okay, standing. So first place is Bayern. Second, Leipzig. Third, Leverkusen. Fourth, Dortmund. And then fifth place is Union Berlin. Bram is in 14th place? Weren't they in like eighth place? Dang. Okay. Bottom three, uh, Armenia, Mainz, and Schalke. Again, Schalke should just go ahead and go down to the second Bundesliga because it's not looking, it's not looking right for them. It's kind of sad, but, you know, I'm going to just stay with my team. Okay, so I don't really have much on Dortmund versus who did they play? Wolfsburg. Um, I only watched the first half. So, from what I've gathered, it was a struggle. It was a struggle watching, and it was a struggle um for the defense. New Year, same struggling defense. There were chances on both sides. Wolfsburg a bit more. They had one really good chance, but Hummels got the deflection on that. Um, Dortmund's closest chance was from Marco Royce. I couldn't tell you when, but maybe around, I couldn't tell you when, but it, it was from him. Um, five minutes of the game was wasted around the 22nd minute. Axel Witzel was in the handball hot seat and had, um, and VAR had to be implemented to see if Wolfsburg was going to get a penalty, but it was not given. 
Holland is back and he was doing Holland things. In the 32nd minute, he almost had like a solo goal type thing. But John Brooks, one of the great bald Americans, said nine and um, got that out of there. And that's where I had to stop watching. So I had to stop watching because I needed to get ready for online church, you know, just Christian things. But overall, I was happy to see that the boys scored some goals in the second half. Um, Manuel Akanji scored in the 66th minute and Jaden Sancho scored in the 91st minute of extra time. It looks like he also assisted Akanji. So that's nice. Things seem to be looking up for the lad and hopefully they continue to stay up for him because you know, he wasn't really giving us anything the past couple of months and um, maybe 2021 will be his year. Hopefully it'll be his year. You know, good good for him. Good for the light-skinned king. All right, let's go to the prem now. Talk about some uh, results and um, standings and then some garbage. So, okay. So prem has match day 17 of 38. Everton and West Ham ended 1-0 to West Ham. Man United, Aston Villa 2-1 to Man United. Tottenham, Leeds United 3-0 to Tottenham. Crystal Palace, Sheffield United 2-0 to Crystal Palace. Brighton, Wolves 3-3 to, well, yeah. West Brom, Arsenal 4-0 to Arsenal. Newcastle, Leicester City 2-1 to Leicester City. Um, Chelsea, Man United 3-1. I mean... Chelsea, Man City, 3-1 to Man City. Southampton, Liverpool, 1-0 to Southampton. So, looking at the standings, despite them losing yesterday, Liverpool are still number one. Second place is Man United. Still very um, confused as to how they made this come up, but, you know, kudos to them, I guess. Third place, Leicester City. Fourth place, Tottenham. Fifth place is Man City. Chelsea is all the way in ninth place. Um, sickening truly sick um arsenal's in 11th and then bottom three we have fulham west brom and sheffield united so you know it's interesting the prem is very interesting it seems like um every week there's a new team you know in the what's it called league running i don't i don't know i can't think of the word it's literally in my brain but i can't think of it but it always just seems like there's a new team like that's up there that can actually get to, you know, winning the league. So, you know, we'll just have to see in the end. They have, um, let me see, 38 minus 17, 8 minus 7 is 1, 3 minus 1 is 2. They have 21 games left. Seems like a lot, but are they even halfway? They're not even halfway done. 38 divided by 2. What is that? 16 plus 16 is 32. So it, is it 8? No, it can't be 18. 8 plus 8 is 6. 20? No, 14? No, it can't be 14. Because 14 plus 14 is 28. So what is half of 38? I don't want to use my calculator. Hold on, we're about to do some mental math. Okay. So is it 7? Or no, it has to be a half. Isn't no? Wait. Because 38 minus 17 is 21, right? Okay, and that's not halfway. So is it 20? It's not 24 because 24 plus 24 is 40. Wait, 24 plus 24 is 48. 
So it is half of 38. Is it like 17.5 or something? No, that's not correct. You know, let me just use my calculator because this is actually bugging me and I really want to know. Okay, let me see. Um, 38 divided by two. I'm going to be really mad. It's 19. Duh. Duh. Okay. Well, that was mental math with Shadina. Let's move on now to Chelsea versus Man City. How embarrassing. Um, okay. So I didn't watch Chelsea versus Man City because of church. It was happening at the same time. And I would have felt bad if I like split the screen to watch it. Maybe if I did, though, the Holy Spirit would have reached Chelsea because they needed it bad. Um, I didn't really want to watch the highlights. But for you guys, I decided to suffer. Looking at Chelsea's lineup, it looked pretty good. I'll give them that. It looked pretty good. We got to see Pulisic, um, Werner, and Ziyech up front. We got to see Ziyech back. Love him. Love him. Um, Man City, not really worried about their lineup, but Zach Steffen, American goalkeeper, got his Premier League debut, which I thought he already had. But anyways, um, Ederson, Eder, Ederson has COVID, so he needed to be the one to step up. Um, City had two good chances before their actual first goal, the beginning of Chelsea's downfall in the game. Um, German international Ilkay Gundogan, Gundogan, I'm trying to think of how a German would say it. Uh, okay, him. He scored in the 18th minute and then Phil Foden scored in the 21st minute, like a sideways one-touch tap-in. Um, Pulley had a good chance around the 28th minute. He passed it to Werner, who then passed it back to him, and he did whatever he does, but couldn't make it past the city defender who blocked it. The ball stayed and played, though, so he um, passed it to Chilwell, who crossed it into the box, but nothing came out of that. Third city goal was embarrassing. Um, the whole play up to it, embarrassing. We'll not speak about it, but the goal was scored by Kevin De Bruyne. Um, and up until the second half, I mean, up until the end of the first half, Chelsea were getting eight up, eight up by City. You know, no crumbs were left. Literally everything was getting eaten up. So second half, Mindy had an amazing save in the 53rd minute. It was a City free kick. I don't know which City player tried to like head it in. But Mindy denied it. Mount with the chance a minute after that. It was a pretty weak shot, but the intention was there. Chelsea managed to get one singular goal back. Callum Hudson-Odoi, who again should be a starter, scored an extra time. It was kind of like something that Stefan couldn't. It just happened too fast. So I don't I hope none of the City fans gave Stefan too much heat about that because that was kind of an unavoidable goal. So, yeah, unfortunately, um, Adoy's, Hassan Adoy's goal wasn't enough for the Blues, who lost this game 3-1. 3-1 to City. And honestly, you know, I don't know. I don't know what to say about this. Um, Megamind, Megamind Anthony Taylor was the ref of this match, so he's probably, you know, why Chelsea lost. But looking at the statistics of this game like a real footy statistician that I am you know what I mean I hope that's the word 
Um, it's a bit ironic, like an oxymoron, if you will. Chelsea had more of the possession, but City had more like shots and shots on goal. You would think that Chelsea would have more, you know, based on that, but obviously that wasn't the case. City kind of just, you know, sat back and did what they needed to do and waited for the right chance for Chelsea um, to be off guard, which, you know, especially their defense because their defense is literally in shambles, so it wasn't that difficult for them to do that. And it just didn't seem like there were any real tactics from Lamps in this game. Just vibes, no thoughts, just vibes. And that's a big issue. Um, Something's got to change, you know. I've seen a lot of Lampard out stuff, but I'm just going to keep it real with y'all. Chelsea is not letting that man go. I hate to break it to you, but they're not. And if they do, I'll be very surprised, but I doubt that they are going to do it. Um, I think they're just going to keep giving him chances, which sure, everyone deserves a chance. But after the umpteenth time, what's the point? You know, if you're just going to vibe out. So I don't know, because you're in charge of this club for a reason or no, you're in charge of the team for a reason. The club trusts you to take control and do what's best for the team. And you're just vibing out. So I don't know. We'll just have to see. But I don't think Chelsea's letting him go anytime soon. Um, and he needs to be thankful for these chances that they're giving him because had it been someone else, they would have been got the boot. Would have been got the boot. So, yeah, he needs to get better because I, I genuinely don't know what he's doing. Um, and that's about it. I kind of watched the highlights to Tottenham and Leeds. Um, let me see if I can remember anything. Um, penalty was given early in the game because... Bergwin, Bergwin got fouled like at the corner of the box by Alioski. I think that's his name from Leeds. Um, and then the penalty was given. Harrington Kane converted that and made it one one. I mean one nil. Second goal was scored by Sonny, of course, King. Um, assist by Harry Kane. I think that was his hundredth goal for the Spurs, so that's good for him. And then the third goal was scored by I think. No, third goal was kind of weird. So Sonny took the corner, but um, it was headed in by Alderwild, Alderwild, I don't know, the tatted guy. But the Leeds goalkeeper, like, he got the ball, but he, the way he was positioned, it crossed, it crossed the line. So, like, he really couldn't save himself there. Um, Another Tottenham player tried to, like, kick it back in, but the goal basically in the end, I think it went to Alderwild. Let me see if they have it as that on Googs. Yeah, they do. Um, 92nd minute, Matt Daugherty, Daugherty, I don't know. Never seen this man or heard of him. He got a red card. I don't really think it was necessary. Um, I don't, I don't really, I didn't really think it was a red card, but you know, who am I? I'm not a ref, so... Yeah, that's about it. Leeds United, I'm not really familiar with the team. I think they just, like, got up from, you know, the, um, what's it called? The championship or whatever. But they're doing pretty good. Um, I don't really know any other players except for Jack Harrison because he's an American. And I hear he's doing good things. So, good for him. Good for him. Um, and I think that's it for the Prem. Let's talk a little bit about La Liga. I don't really have much to say, but 
um i'll go over these results and standings because why not so actually yeah i'm already here okay so did they have a long break i yeah they did so well not really so they had oh so they came back after christmas so they had christmas and then they played january 2nd well i'm just gonna go over the most recent matches so Villarreal and Levante in the 2-1 to Villarreal. Real Betis, Sevilla 1-1. Getafe, Valladolid 1-0 to Valladolid. Real Madrid, Celta Vigo 2-0 to Real Madrid. Athletic Club, Elche 1-0 to Athletic Club. Atletico Madrid and Alaves. I said those backwards. That in the 2-1 to Atletico. Abar, Granada 2-0 to Abar. Real Sociedad, Osasuna 1-1. Huesca Barcelona 1-0 to Barca. Valencia Cadiz 1-1. And that's it. So let me see who scored this goal for. Okay, so Frankie de Jong scored the goal for Barca. That looks like an away game because those ugly, awful kits. Um in this athletic game, Marcus Lorente and Luis Suarez scored for them. And then Felipe scored an own goal. Hate to see it. Let me see. Real Madrid, Lucas Vasquez, and Marco Asensio scored for them. I wonder who is on their team now. Like, who is their forward now that Ronaldo left? Um, let me see. Real Madrid players. Sergio Ramos. I mean, he's a defender, but he's scoring goals, so I guess he's a fake. Oh. Eden Hazard, yes, forgot about that. Okay, and then they have Vaniscus Jr. Oh, okay, so I guess they're putting their hope, their hopes in them. Marcos Asensio also, yeah, he's a forward. Mariano, is he still even over there? Okay, I get it. I remember now. I need to get back into watching La Liga. I kind of miss the Spaniards, the Spanish league. Um, the results for La Liga, I'm pretty sure Atleti might be still in first. Yeah. So Atleti's in first. Behind him is Real Madrid. Third is Real Sociedad. Fourth, Villarreal. And fifth place is Barcelona. They're moving on up. Bottom three, Elche, Osasuna, and Huesca. So that's really it. Um, not really much with, um, I, I don't really have much to say about this. Two Barcelona first team staff pause, test positive for COVID-19. That's tough. Um, so they postponed the game or they postponed training. They postponed training. Um, Denny Ceballos, my goal is to return to Real Madrid. Well, are you doing anything at Arsenal for them to take you back? Um, Lionel Messi has bought a 7.25 million pound or euro apartment ahead of Inter Miami transfer. Excuse me. This from the Daily Mail UK. Y'all know how the British be. But let's see. 
Lionel Messi has already bought an incredible 7.25 million blah blah apartment in Miami as he plans to quit Barcelona for a transfer to David Beckham's MLS team in two years time and his new pad even has an elevator just for his car. Um, I can see it. Messi doesn't really be flexing like that, but he got the money to do so. So I would not be surprised if his um, apartment has has an elevator for his car. I would not be surprised. He seems to be really chill. He seems to like keep it to himself. That's the kind of rich I want to be, you know? Like I have tons of money, but you know, I don't really flaunt it like that because what's the point? I can see it. I can definitely see it, but I don't really know if I believe it because I don't believe um, stuff from UK articles because y'all know how they can be. But you know, it's okay. If he does go to the MLS, that'd be so, so great. Do you know how much money the MLS could bring? Please. We'll see, but I would like to see Messi in the Prem. He's been at La Liga literally his entire life, or he's been, like, in Spain his entire life. It'd be really nice to see him play somewhere else. But um, if he wants to come to MLS, hey, welcome. I mean, I can't tell you that America's all that great, but, you know, you're you're very welcome to come, sir. All right, is that it for that? I think that's it for, like, leagues and stuff. I don't really feel like going into League M because I don't really know, but... I think it's still the same from last time. I don't even think they've started back up. Yeah, they haven't even started back up. So maybe next week I'll talk about Liga. Because they start back tomorrow. They start back tomorrow. So yeah, that's it with teams and leagues. Now I'm going to talk about this one thing. And then from here on out, it's just going to be mess. So brace yourselves. Okay. So PSG have a new manager in town after sacking the German Thomas Tuchel on Christmas Eve. That's tough. PSG already have them a new boo. They announced recently that they have appointed Mauricio Pochettino as their new manager. Man finally isn't jobless anymore. I feel like we all kind of knew this was going to happen. We were just waiting on the news to finally come out from the Parisians. Um... Pochettino used to play for the French team, so I'm pretty sure he checks off, you know, everything off their list, and um, that's why they wanted they wanted him to come back. So you know, good luck to him and PSG. Hopefully, he can get them back on track because currently, I believe they're in third place, which isn't that bad. But knowing you know how PSG dominates Liga, that's bad. So um, I think he'll do fine. I think he'll do great. Pochettino is a good manager. Um, so he'll be fine. He'll be okay. Um, and that's about it. So from here on out, y'all, it's going to be a mess. All right. So the first thing I want to talk about is two COVID protocol breakers. Nothing too, well, the first one isn't too heavy, but the second one's kind of heavy. So this one is about some Tottenham players. So Eric Lamella, Sergio Reguillon, Reguillon. And Giovanni Lo Celso broke COVID protocols. They were all at a Christmas party. They were joined by um, West Ham's Manuel Lanzini. So there's not really much on this story, but Eric Lamella did. Is it Lamella or Lamella? Lamella or Lamella? Lamella? Lamella. I'm going to say Lamella. 
anyways um he posted on twitter i think january 2nd he said i want to apologize for a decision i made over christmas which i deeply regret on reflection i understand the seriousness of my actions and the impact it has on others i am truly thankful to everyone working hard to keep us safe and i feel ashamed knowing i've let people down so you know that's really it um nothing much with the situation other than the fact that he and some others broke the rules but you know i just don't understand why people just can't not do this you know um and what bothers me the most is like it isn't until you get caught or you get in trouble or you get your consequences is when you want to you know um understand the seriousness of your actions or like why is it after you get in trouble that you want to realize that you shouldn't have done this like you knew from the beginning that you shouldn't have broke these protocols and rules and it's a big deal so why did you do it por qué eh why did you do it sir i don't think does he even play at tottenham like is he actually getting minutes or is he just on the bench because i feel like jose is really picky with his players We'll just have to see. He hasn't tweeted anything since that apology. A lot of people in the a lot of people in the um what's it called? And the replies are giving him heat. Hmm. I'm gonna talk about an exception to this after I go over the the next COVID breaker. So I mean whatever um so the next COVID rule breaker um Benjamin Mendy Man City defender he's being investigated after an alleged 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 what is the word I should know if it's alleged I think it's alleged y'all know what I mean um he had New Year's Eve party at his house this apparently happened three days after they postponed the Man City and Everton game it seems like some social media posts, Instagram stories, Snapchat stories, maybe might have been the reason why this is out and is being investigated and is why he's being investigated. I don't, I didn't really see anyone say that, but I'm just going to assume because where else would this happen? Like, why would this be out if it wasn't from social media? Um, the thing that got me the most with this is the fact that this man apparently called an agency to get him some big bum Latina girls to join him at the party. And I just, silly man, silly, silly man. I just don't understand. Um, can we just collectively stop being stupid? You know, if we're going to be dumb during this Pandora, then please be private while doing so. Yes, you are putting your life and other people's lives at risk, but my God. At least keep like your phone in your pocket and we're in a box or post on your private stories. And even then, if you post on a private story, that'll still find its way to the public eye. So I just don't get why footballers and just famous people in general seem to think that this pandemic is over and that people still aren't being affected by it. It's just really dumb and inconsiderate. Like, please read the room. Isn't isn't England in a whole nother lockdown? Or am I just... It's just, it's just a fever dream. I'm pretty sure they are. And I just... Look. I get we are over this pandemonium, but like, how are we going to like, how is this going to go away? If y'all don't stop doing stuff like this, like, please just stop being dumb. You know, I'll give an exception to, I don't want to say party, 
But if you have family, that can be an exception. Not like your third cousins or your or your mama's daughter's friend. No, not like that. Like actual real family, and maybe like maybe like nice three to four people. You don't really need a lot of people to have fun and to celebrate a a holiday or New Year's Day or something. Like I just don't understand. Like I'll give family an exception. Like Neymar recently, there was a rumor that Neymar was gonna have a big party with five hundred people, and you know I believed it because Neymar's dumb. But apparently that wasn't the case, according to his Instagram story. Um, and he had some family around and obviously like his, his crew, his normal clique that he's with, which is like his mama, his daddy, his sister, two of his friends, um, his son, of course, and then his son's mother and then her new boo and they have a child. So that baby, you know, like there's, it's a, we're used to seeing that clique, you know, so I can see that. Plus they were all, I believe, tested they all tested or whatever like just make sure like you're being safe with it but even then having like a grand party with like friends and strangers let's not let's just not do that um especially during these times come on now read the room read the room please please um and that's it with that just I just wish prim players would stop being dumb premier league players are probably the most problematic players ever um it's just it's something in the crack I think I just don't understand why they have to be the way they are but you know what are we gonna do it it gives us something to talk about but still still literally Man City had a COVID outbreak like Gabriel Jesus had it Kyle Walker has it which I'm I wouldn't be surprised if Kyle Walker actually had like a party I just bumped my mic if he actually had a party like invited a bunch of people I would not be surprised if he got COVID that way because y'all know but let's just not please okay all right let me talk about this very last thing and then i will get out y'all's way one moment please i am quenched i mean i'm thirst (laughs) i'm thirst hold on okay okay so Shifting gears here to the NFL, which is surprising because I don't really care for American football like that, but this was a pretty juicy topic, so I'm going to talk about it. Okay, so this is about Vaughn Miller. So Mr. Miller plays for the Broncos. He is a linebacker, and I'm really glad I looked up what LB meant for, you know, American football because I was definitely going to call this man a left-backer. Um, he's under some heat because he's beefing with his ex-fiance, Megan Denise. So last night, Megan posted a bunch of um, text messages, like screenshots from Vaughn. And the main part that people are talking about in the most disturbing part is um, where he says, quote, I'm honestly praying for a miscarriage, end quote. So I'm just going to briefly go through this thread and we'll go from there i hope it's still up i hope this girl didn't delete them because she had all these screenshots okay so the first tweet so it has the screenshot of like i messages and miss man plus since y'all want to know here's y'all's mvp lol um she's blocking that like text part is blocking what he's saying but he says i so disappointed in myself i'm so disappointed 
She says, me too. He says, this is the biggest mistake of my life. She says, okay, please, I don't want to block you. And that's where he said the whole miscarriage part. And then the next screenshot is a sonograph picture type thing of the little baby. Um, Next. Okay, we got that girl. Okay, so he goes off and says again she's not getting girl you gotta give us the full thing you gotta give us the juicy parts um you're touching you're you're a i'm trying to read what this very top part is you're a touching his head who knows wtf you'll lie about you touched his effing head you didn't point can't trust you you effing liar. I hate you. You never change. You'll forever be what you are. F you and everything you stand for. P-U-S-S-Y. Um, ta- taking bout to pointed. You a lying B word. That'll, that'll all you will ever be. F you. I hate you. I hate I wasted my time effing with you. I should have left your dog. <laughs> I should have left your dog ass in the streets. You gonna get yours. Believe that. I think I'm just in the right there because, man, did this man go to college? Because what is this? Taking bout to pointed, that'll all you will ever be, huh? Like I get you're upset, but autocorrect can even help you out there. That's tough. Um, is there anything else that's juicy here? um effing disappear and get an abortion you so effing whack for this a keep a inward baby you lame as hell for that and then she says smh i'm beyond disappointed you've been trying to get me pregnant for years cut it out now it's i don't want to be with you i'm not going to say anything i'm going to regret okay girl is that it here he said it again, praying for a miscarriage with the praying hands emojis. Man, I ain't that. Um, okay. Well, there's more stuff, but you know, I think I've had enough. I'm losing brain cells reading this. So this whole situation is a lot. And honestly, if anyone is crazy, it's you, Mr. Miller. You literally told this woman that you're praying for her. To get a miscarriage, like a praying for a miscarriage with the with the praying hands emojis. Like, are you insane? Look, condoms exist. And if you didn't want to have a child, then you should have thought about using protection. And then again, Miss Ma'am says that you were trying to get her pregnant for years. So what's up now? What is up now? This woman is pregnant and you're going to have to deal with it. And especially after she explains exposed you she's definitely having this child and she's going to make you pay for that child until they're 18 years old my boy and what are you gonna do about it nothing really nothing i don't got much to say about this um he did post um something like um fake news lol the reality of someone of somebody leaving you make some people really crazy like no you're the crazy one you're you literally are praying for this woman to have a miscarriage and you told her to get an abortion when it's her body and she can do whatever she wants with that baby and trust me uh you're apparently an an mvp in the nfl she's definitely 
definitely keeping that baby, honey. Definitely. There is nothing you can do about that now. And his tweets are protective. Hmm. So obviously something is up. This is just too funny. He went to Texas A&M. Probably didn't stay for long because his grammar is so bad. He plays for the Denver Broncos. I said that, right? Or maybe I didn't. I think I did. Anyways, this is just so, so dumb. Just so, so dumb. Fellas, please. It's the beginning of the year. New year. Let's not do this. Let's not be bum guys. Okay? Let's not. Because I genuinely don't have time for this. This is really just a hot mess. A hot mess. And you should know better. Messing around with NFL players. Come on now. Come on now. Mm. That's tough. I feel like athletes in general, um, regardless, are just... Um, you know, not loyal. A lot of them are just, I don't know. A lot of them are just whack. So, um, you know, we have in basketball, let me see. Who's, who's, who's the, what's his name? Tristan Thompson, Khloe Kardashian's, um, baby daddy. You know, we have people like him, football. I don't really know. Maybe Jack Grealish, but he, I mean, he openly cheats on his girlfriend in public and she's still with his dumb. Oh girl, where's the self-love? Um, football, American football is just anyone. So yeah, come on ladies. It's 2021. We can't be worried about these men. Mm -mm. No, no, no foolishness in the new year. Please, please ladies, keep your head up, pick your crown up and put on your head. We don't have time for this, all right? All right. Well, this is about to hit an hour. So I think that's good. So let's um end it. So that's all for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. You can follow Football Drama on social media. I'll leave all of that linked in the description. Happy New Year again. I hope this year is being nice to you. Um, I'm kind of excited for this year in a way. Like, yes, we're still dealing with, you know, hell. But despite that, I still want to have a good time. I don't really have any like new year resolutions because I don't really do stuff like that. But I do want to like focus on myself and do like a lot of self-care and self-healing things because I just want to be the best version of myself that I can be. And I learned a lot about um, a lot of things last year. I learned a lot about certain people. I learned a lot about myself and how like I deal with certain situations and I just want to protect myself and protect my heart um and my mind because you know in the end I'm really all that I have like yes I have God but um you never know there can be a time when you're going through it and you think that you know friends or close people are going to be there for you in reality you're not they're not in reality they're not so it's just kind of like I really want to work on um, focusing on myself and not really being bothered about no one else because, um, you know, I don't want to give anybody any satisfaction. I don't want to waste my time anymore. Um, so, yeah, if you're going to be negative in 2021, please get behind me because I don't need any of that in my life. So hopefully you can have that mindset, too, because we need to work on ourselves, honey. We need to get we need to get ourselves in check because we we are all we have in a way you know what I mean anyways I don't know why I'm preaching but all right that's all 
I keep bumping my mic. Um, again, thank you so much for listening and I will see you all next week. Please stay safe.